As much as Loop and I love to hug it out before every podcast, we're now committed to sending each other hug emojis and the occasional poop emoji just to keep us humble. So in keeping with our self-isolations, we now bring you the Socially Distant Podcast. In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, meta-human destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it all. World is overrun with rampant pop culture. Call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Hey, you know what? I figured out a way to avoid that explosion. I Just... call in from home. <laughs> 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 it only took 27 episodes for me to figure that we out. We finally figured. Thanks to COVID, we've been able to do this now. <laughs> Exactly. I now feel totally safe from the massive explosion. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I'm Luke. <laughs> and I'm Larry. And this is Guardians of Geek. What a weird time. This so, is a strange time. This is our first of our many COVID episodes, I'm assuming. Uh, <laughs> the world has gone into a movie mode. It's it's just like an apocalypse out there. I don't know what's happening right now. It's so bizarre. I've never seen anything like this. No, this is, this is the strangest thing. I honestly feel like... Uh, when I do on occasion have to go out to get a grocery or something, that I should be uh, keeping my eye open for the zombies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, it is, because you're, you're constantly like side-eyeing everybody that's out there. And uh, right now we're in the middle of self-isolation. Of course, we live in Canada, so if you're listening from outside of Canada, and it's it's uh, we've been doing, I think, a pretty good job at self-isolating here yeah. um, and keeping things sort of locked down. But we had time we weren't as close to the epicenter as other places were. So we could watch it sort of coming at us, but it's still, there's still a lot going on here. And, and uh, my heart goes out to anyone who's suffering with COVID or knows anyone that's uh, is in that situation right now. Yeah. It's, it's really difficult. I mean, it's even if, even if you're not suffering from the actual disease, just to be isolated is hard, you know, not to be able to see people face to face and have conversations and, and you know invite people over to your home it's it's a tough it's tough for everybody and it's tough for everybody in the entire world i was talking to my i was talking to my son about this whole thing and we uh, we realized that this is probably the first time in like recorded history that the entire planet will be sharing the same event yeah you're right you know what i mean like you can talk to anybody literally anybody in the entire world about this event and have a conversation. Yeah, at least in our lifetime. I mean, we didn't go through the wars, obviously, because they would have been but, one. But... but but not even the war. Like the wars didn't didn't involve the entire world. They, you know, there were there were countries that weren't involved. That's but, true. Yeah. But this time, literally, like every country ha- has been affected by this. This it's so strange. Yeah, it, it's it's sort of like. It's one of those things where they you saw the first reports of it start kind of starting and starting to spread, and then next thing you know, it's just like it's like a movie, and next thing you know, it's yeah. it spread. It was widespread, like within a few weeks. Like yeah, yeah, it's it's literally yeah, like you'd you'd be watching like a movie on the Sci-Fi Channel and think this is a terrible movie. <laughs> this, would, <laughs> this would never happen. This isn't real life. <laughs> and well, that de- it is. <laughs> it's definitely changed the way. Like I mean, right now you're at home. I'm in the studio right now, and. Uh, it's definitely changed the way we do things because, and I think even going forward past, I know we're going to make it through this, but even going forward, 
It's going to change the way we, we talk to people, the way we greet people. It's going to yeah. change so many things. Well, absolutely. And I mean, and the, like, you know, the, the whole entertainment industry and, and what we love, all the geekdom stuff is going to, is going to change. Like how quickly are people going to want to go back to the movie theater? Yeah. Even when they're open, you know, and are people going to try to book every other seat <laughs> in the theater? Yeah. You're not actually sitting with beside somebody. I don't know. This is there's yeah. no way there's like this has never happened. So there's no way for anybody to know what it, the world's going to be like afterwards. Yeah, I think what will happen is we'll this is what I predict anyways for the first bit is it'll we'll be in the self-isolation and then there'll be a time when we can get sort of out of that self-isolation. But then it's going to be like restricted sort of isolation where. Like movie theaters can only sell groups, and then then they have to leave two seats in between the next person, like that kind of thing. Yep. Like restaurants will only be half capacity, like that kind of stuff for the for, for the time being, till yep. till we know it's gone, gone, or they have a vaccine or whatever that, that's needed for this. But but I think going forward, people are going to be thinking about what they touch, how they do things in everyday life, yeah, uh, just because of this. Oh, it's it's true. I think you're absolutely right. Like things are definitely going to change. Well, think about when nine eleven happened. Like, there are still restrictions at airports. Like, we still have to take off our shoes and take off our belts. And yeah. that's all because of 9-11. Yeah. Like, that was almost 20, like, that was, what, 20 years ago, yeah. almost. And people are still reacting from that. So, who knows? Like, it's this is a big, this is a game changer. No, it totally is. It's, it's just such a different thing. And then when we were talking about doing the podcast, that's why we haven't been on in a few weeks, because we're like, like, you were supposed to go away. Yeah. And then you didn't, and then we were like, okay, well, how do we do this? And it's like, well, I guess you can call in. I guess it's the best way to do it if, yeah. we're, if we want to continue doing this. Like, it's just it's just such a different atmosphere that none of us were really expecting. No, no, everybody's like learning to do things in a different way. But on the on the plus side, it's giving people time to sort of like do the basic things that we never used to do before. You know what yeah. I mean? Like go for walks with the family or, you know, get out a board game and, you know, play, play like we, we played, um, what was it? What was the game we played? Trouble. Oh, geez. Oh. Yeah. You pull that out of the archives. <laughs> yeah. Like when, when was the last time you ever played those kinds of games? Yeah. We played uh, <laughs> Nintendo and Monopoly, uh, yep. about a week ago. And uh, once again, I lost, I've never won a game of Monopoly in my life. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm horrible at it. So I lost again, but you know, it was fun to get the family together and kind of play, but but you're definitely together because you're home all the time together, and it's like it's yeah. just it's just an odd thing. But it's really strange. Yeah, we our our new phrase of the day is what movie are we going to watch tonight? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that happens every day at our house now. <laughs> oh yeah, my kids are constantly like it's like sharing the PS4 so they can play games with their friends. Like so they're yep. they're still interacting, but it's they're they're together and it's it's just such a different world i just i never thought this would happen and uh of course like you're saying it affected uh, hollywood and entertainment and every aspect of it really um but there's like so many movies now that have been shifted into like i I just read that ghostbusters is now shifted and like um of course like the marvel ones have shifted there's a there's a bunch like what are the ones the other ones i I read a couple other ones today well i I, um i heard yesterday yesterday i believe that they're considering now uh, the new Black Widow movie, yep. um, releasing it directly to Disney Plus. I've like, heard that too. Yeah, not even going to theaters, which is, you know what? I mean, wh- why wouldn't they? Like, who knows when the theaters are going to be able to open again? Why, why sit on a movie like that when they can? They've got a platform to to stream it and potentially get subscribers back because people would subscribe again and pay 
$8 a month to, to you know, watch Marvel movies that are first-run Marvel movies. Yeah. You know, I, why wouldn't they do that? Everybody's home. <laughs> yeah, Morbius is another one that's been delayed, but yeah. the uh, but yeah, I know it's it's weird because the problem is too they want they've spent all this money on this and they're expecting the box office and now there's no box office so they they've got to they want to recoup their money so they have to hold these movies back now like look yeah. at the Bond one the Bond one was moved from April all the way to like November that's right so, and I remember I remember when that one was moved and people were like what why would they do that that doesn't make any sense it's a movie you're sitting in a movie theater why do they have to move it. They were like way ahead of the curve. They knew, yeah. they knew what was coming. <laughs> they knew that it's like, well, there'll be nobody in a the theater. <laughs> there'll be no yeah. theaters right at the moment to watch it. So it's yeah. just interesting. The whole thing is just really interesting to me, like it, how it's all sort of like like just unfolded in front of us. Yeah. But but you know what's what's doing really well right now? The gaming world. Yes. Apparently, apparently gaming is up 75%. <laughs> that does not so, surprise me. Yeah, because, I mean, really, people are, kids are home. They're, they're doing their stuff, and they've just released um, the, uh, the new Doom Eternal, <clears throat> like the new Doom game, and um, Animal Crossing, I guess, had a new release. Um, and they're doing phenomenally well because everybody's downloading them. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, so, so if you want to invest in anything right now, invest in the gaming industry because <laughs> it's going yeah, to do really well. And you can still buy that stuff. I mean, Best Buy is still open, I think. And, and, um, the, uh, cause it's, it, that's deemed an essential service in Ontario, at least where we are. And the, uh, uh, and of course, Amazon and all that you can, or we ordered a video game for Nelson the other day. Yeah. So I have no idea what it was called. It was like shattered something or the, uh, Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, I can't remember. It's the one with the, with the, uh, walking dead. Um, what's yeah. His face? Yeah. That one, he so he's been playing that. It looked really complicated, so I sort of yeah. backed out of the room slowly yeah. on it. But... <laughs> but it's true. But that's that's what people are doing nowadays. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts out there. So, um, so we decided today that we're going to do a little something a little different instead of doing our our five news stories, which we probably could find five news stories. But um, we decided to uh, since we're in isolation, self isolation, that we uh, would pick our top five things we're watching right now. Yes, this is the the. The, uh, the the COVID pop five. Yeah, so just things that we're watching and we're interested in, maybe you might want to check out as well, or you might be watching it. And, of course, if you are, you can always get back to us and uh, tell us what you think on Facebook and such. But let me just uh, do the old pop five intro. We'll use that. All right. What's hot? We'll tell you what's hot. It's the Loop and Larry Pop <laughs> Five. Oh, yeah. Still fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did you notice at the top of the show I didn't play the Oscar opener this time? I remember. Oh, hey, well done. I know. Well, thank you. Thank you. I had a lot of time to think about it at home by myself, what yep. not to do, so I got that done. So that was good. So do you want to start us off on our fir- uh, your first one? Sure. Sure. Okay. So we each, have, we each have this list. We didn't share with each other what our list is, so this is all new to both of us. Right. So, and, and there might be some crossover on this list, like, yep. so then that'll... that'll uh, we can talk about it at the same time. There you go. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, so my first one, and this is probably going to be the, like the talk of the town right now, is Tiger King on <laughs> Netflix. This, I, I don't know. You, you just started it, didn't you? I just watched the first episode last night. Okay. And so, uh, I, so I'm not, I'm not very deep into it. Like, but it, just the first episode alone is like, I, it's, I can see why people are hooked on it. Yeah. We, uh, my family, and I watched it binged it over two days we finished the whole thing in two days it's seven it's seven episodes it's not it's not very long um but this is just it's another one of those um 
true crime documentaries yep. that that Netflix does so well. Uh, and so I don't want to I don't want to talk too much about the content because it's still it's still new. So obviously there are lots of people who haven't watched it yet. But all I can tell you is that it it gets you think you think you've hit the peak of bizarre. And then the next episode, it gets even more bizarre. <laughs> this is these are this is a cast of characters that they've discovered is just like the most insane group of people ever, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's yeah, you a, couldn't you couldn't get Saturday Night Live to, to write characters this weird. No, like and, it, and yeah, and and it's unfortunate that Saturday Night Live isn't on right now because I guarantee you that there would be a Tiger King sketch. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like I just watched that first episode, and it's there's so there's so many levels of. Of intrigue in it, of like, there's because there's like, a, like a, a possible murder, like there's like I don't know what's happened or like you know what I mean, but it's like yep. there's all these different things and it's just so cool, it's so layered already, yep. and I don't even know where it's going. So no, and that's the thing, you don't you you don't know where it's going until like the end of it. It's it's just it's just insane. It's so cool, and the the, the neat thing is that it just happened. Like all of this takes place within the last like couple of years. Yeah. Like, this isn't stuff that happened years ago. Like this is stuff that was going on. So uh, it's, I highly recommend it. It is a great way to spend seven hours of your time. <laughs> <laughs> and once you start, you, you, you won't, you won't regret it. Cause it's, it's a good one. It's one of those things where I kind of thought I knew what it was before I started watching it. And I started watching, I'm like, I have no clue what I'm watching right now. Cause it no. is the weirdest it, thing I've ever seen. And it changes multiple times. Oh, I love it. it yeah, it's you won't. You'll be like, it's going this way now. What? No, it's going this way now. Oh, <laughs> so well done. It's so well done. It's gonna be. It's gonna be up for a lot of awards this year at, at the Emmys, if there are Emmys this year. I don't know. That's but, awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ne- next to COVID, this is probably the next talked about thing. I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we jumped. We jumped on the bandwagon, and and we don't regret it. <laughs> That's awesome. All so right. what, what's your first one? Here? Well, my first one is something I've talked about before, but I had to actually finished the show, which is The Outsider. And I'm just going to start with that just because oh. I've already talked about it. Yep. It, it did not disappoint. Really? I loved it. The whole show, start to finish, I loved it. It wasn't like too over the top. It wasn't like, it was just it was just brooding and like just, I don't know how to how to say it. It's like a sizzling steak on the on the grill. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like it's just like, you're like, what's going on? Like you're, it's, it's It's a little bit of a puzzle. But it's and you know a little bit more than the characters know, but at the same time you don't really know enough. It's it's just a, such a cool show. I just wanted uh-huh. to just once again just say like if you haven't watched it, it's just such a cool vibe to this show. It's so good. This is the Stephen King adaptation, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah it's on my list. I haven't started it yet, so it's it's on my list. It will it will get watched. Yeah, it's definitely worth watching because I, when I had talked last time on the podcast, I think I was only into like the, about the third episode of it. Now I've finished it, and I'm it's like. I just got to recommend it one more time. If you haven't seen this show, it's so good. How many episodes? Uh, I believe there are ten. Okay. On that. That's I can handle that. Yeah, it's you start getting into it, and you're like, it could be eight to ten. I can't remember okay. how many, but once you start getting into it, you can't stop. Awesome. This this is good. Good. We need to add things to the list. Yes, more things. <laughs> yeah. Those okay, days get so, boring. You got to have more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so number two for me. We have been binge watching uh, a, a reality show that is currently on Fox called Lego Masters. You I've seen, seen bits and pieces of the show. This is a fantastic reality show. It's it's hosted by Will Arnett. Yeah. And so, I mean, anything hosted by Will Arnett is going to be good. So you, you can't get past that. <laughs> um, and it's it's literally it's literally a, a reality show about people who are 
like, well, they want to become a master Lego builder. And so they're so creative with their designs and their structures and their builds. It is really intriguing and it's really inspiring to see what people can do with Lego. Um, And, and it's just so fun that Will Arnett is just hilarious. Um, And then they occasionally bring guest hosts on. So they had um, uh, Chris Miller and, uh, and I can't remember the guy's name. The the director, the guys who directed the Lego movie. Yeah, I know um, what you mean. I can't remember his name. Yeah, they had that. They came on, and uh, Mayim Bialik for whatever reason came on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so if you can find it, um, it's if you want a little reality and something totally different. Uh, it the Lego Masters is a great reality show. That's awesome. I I know about it more because I watch uh, the Masked Singer, which is on just before it. Right. So it leads into it. Like the mass singer I'm addicted to, by the way. I love that show, yeah. but the uh, I've been watching it for a while. But the uh but anyways, Will Arnett was actually on the Mass Singer last week and then he was kind of promoting that show while he was on. But I've seen bits and pieces of it, but it looked kind of cool. Yep, it's great. It's it's really, really fun. Highly recommended. Excellent. Uh my next one is going to be um a show that's been on for a long time, but I thought has really picked up in the last few episodes, which is Walking Dead. Oh really? So Walking Dead I kind of thought was dead. Yeah. And I, because, you know, Rick had laughed and whatever. It was just like, it was, it kind of looked like it was on its way down. But this season, I thought, to me, has been excellent. I thought this season has been one of its best seasons in a while. Um, is this season 10? What is this? 10 or 20? I years? believe 10. 20. 10? <laughs> what is this? Like season 26? Uh, no, it's, it's, I think, I believe it's in 10 right now. Okay. Um, but it's, uh, this season's been like a lot of good twists. Uh, I, I thought it's just been the flow of it's been really good this season. It's it's just the writing's a little sharper. Um, it's it's been really good. I've been quite enjoyed this show. Interesting. Well, I wonder if this will uh, prompt them to do another ten or twenty seasons. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they have a spinoff coming out too. So another, another one. Yeah, this one this one's like based on like younger people in it. Oh. Like uh, so, I don't know. I think it's called One World or something like something like that. Our is, world is, it might be Our World or One World. Is Fear of Fear of the Walking Dead still on? Yeah, that's still on as well. Are you watching that? I know, I only watched the first season. I just it was too much Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot of Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, so I'll stick I'll stick just to the main the main one, but it's uh but anyways, this season's been like a lot of good twists in it and it's been really good. All right. There you okay. go. I don't know I don't know if I'll jump back into that one. I I, I bailed in season two. That'd be a lot of catch up. I'm so invested now. I can't. I'll have to watch it to the bitter end. Like, of course, yeah. Yeah, that's too, that's too much time invested. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, my number three. I went. I went back and did a little retro watching. I figured my son is now 16 years old. I thought it was time to introduce him to Caddyshack. Oh God. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we. We as a family huddled around the TV and played Caddyshack, and now he finally understands some of the references I've been making for the last 16 years. <laughs> You'll get nothing and like it. <laughs> yeah, it was very exciting for me to, to finally share one of my all-time favorite movies, the most quotable movie of all time with, with my son, who actually enjoyed it quite a bit, too. It's, funny when, it's funny when you watch a, a movie that you haven't seen in a long time, and you're like, you're not sure if your kids are going to like it or not. Yep. Like I remember watching Ace Ventura with the kids, which I think is hilarious. And they actually really enjoyed it. But I was like, Oh my God, I hope they like this. I hope they like this. Yep. Cause I'm like, cause I, cause we liked it so much, but then there's always things that are really dated in them too, which yeah. you're like, Oh God, that's kind of dated. <laughs> well, and, and part of the, part of the, 
nostalgia for movies like that. Like Caddyshack is like we were watching them when we were like, you know, 13, 14 years old and have been watching them since then. Yeah. So they just become funnier to us because we just keep repeating the lines and, and all that. So it's it's weird to think about somebody who has never seen it before and seeing it for the first time. Is it really that funny or was it just funny because we were 13? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know? It's like Porky's, right? Like I remember yeah. sneaking and watching that. And then I look back now and it's like, it was pretty funny, but not, not quite as funny as I thought it was back then. Yeah. Right. Like, but, so. but back then it was hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> back then the, um, uh, what was going to say? What what other like movies like that have you introduced or have you? Or what's your next one? Well, we're, we've we've got. I'm going through as many of the John Hughes movies as I can with with my son. So we've we've done um, we've done Breakfast Club. Um, my wife really wants to uh, bring out Sixteen Candles. I think that might that might be our next one. Yeah, is, I know uh, that's the one of his movies that I've watched probably the least. Yeah, I, I never connected with that one as much as some of the other ones. Yeah, uh, you know the one that I I watched that one a fair bit. It was pretty in pink for me that I never. Oh, that one, yeah, that one would even be probably below that one. <laughs> yeah, I never really got into that one for some reason. I think I've seen it, but I. I my my yeah. favorite of his movies is still Weird Science. That's my favorite, yep. and then probably Ferris Bueller after that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred um, percent. I'm I'm still all about the uh, the Breakfast Club. I love Breakfast so, Club too. Those three to yeah. me are like the that's the pinnacle of his. Yeah, like, that's the big one. Then of Curly course. Sue. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the forgotten child. <laughs> I remember when she was on The Voice. Do you remember that? She like she won The Voice. She did. Like the girl that played Curly Sue, she came back and then she ended up winning The Voice. Really? Yeah. I, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, that was like a few years ago. What? So. Now what is she doing now? Uh, she's like she's more country music, so she's. I think she's yeah. still. I think she's still like got a country career. Really? Yeah. I had, and is she going by Curly Sue? Because uh, no, no, she, had, she mentioned she was in that. But that was about as far as they went with it. So. Oh, because <laughs> that would be a good that would be a good country artist name. Yeah, Curly and Sue. And right? Curly, Curly Sue. Sue. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So so we're we're doing we're going retro. Love it. This, uh, break. Yep. Yep. That's it. So what do you got? Okay. So my next one is. Uh, so you can. Uh, we talked about this the other day off off podcast, but the. Uh, there's you can actually rent movies now like that were supposed to be in theaters that were kind of I, I guess like left in theaters yeah. when this all started. So I watched The Hunted the other day. Oh right. Yeah. So it, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a it was a good movie. It was it was kind of funny. It was like a dark comedy, but okay. it was much better than I thought it was. But there's a lot of surprises I found in it as well. Like I thought it was it was it was entertaining. Okay. Is it worth the what it was? Is it nineteen dollars to rent it? Um. I don't know. It just depends if you want something that's like other people haven't seen, I guess. I don't know what the, like you would pay that much to go to the theater to see a movie. So, I mean, it's, that's that's the thing with these because a lot of like um, the invisible man is now out for rent and it's $19 as well. Yeah. And, and so there's, there's question about that. Like are people willing to pay $19 to watch it on their TV in their living room? Yeah. But, but like your point when you, you know, I mean, if you're going to go to the movie theater, it's going to cost, if you're going with, like, a family, it's going to cost way more than $19. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's nothing special, but it, it's kind of cool to watch a movie that was that's, like, supposed to be currently in theaters. There's something yeah. cool about that. So, I don't yeah. know. But I thought, if you're if you're thinking about renting one of the three, I, I really enjoy it. I thought The Hunted was actually quite enjoyable. Good. Because that's, that's, that was literally on my list to go see the week that um, everybody was told to stay home. 
I was planning to go to the theater to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's enjoyable. It's fast paced, and it's like it's there's some pretty funny moments in it. Awesome. Okay, so. then I'm, I'm putting that down there. I would also like to say, just to add to that, um, The Invisible Man. If you haven't seen it yet, oh, it's good. And it's amazing, amazing. Yeah, it's it's highly worth it, and I, I think nineteen dollars is is worth worth the the uh, the cost. It's a gr- it's a great movie. I tried to watch it, but I didn't see anything. Oh, <laughs> the jokes haven't gotten any better in isolation. Let me tell you, <laughs> no, that was that wasn't good. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Anyways, go on. What's your next? Okay, so going back, sticking with the retro theme, um, sort of based on current theme, uh, I've been doing some gaming too because I I've, I love video games. I've I've been a gamer since since Atari Twenty Six Hundred came out, <laughs> and. and one of my all-time favorite, well, probably, actually, no, I'm going to clarify. My all-time favorite game in the world, in my life, in, his, in the history of games, is Final Fantasy VII. Right. Yeah, for the, for the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. And I played that thing at least twice all the way through, and it's like a 60 or 70-hour game. Like, it's a, it's a big, long game. Anyway, they are, on April 10th, uh, releasing the uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. So it's a full-on uh, 3D like CGI remake. It's beautiful. This thing is unbelievable. Oh, wow. But it's but it's like a scene for scene remake of the original. But just it looks like cutting edge. It's it's amazing. And they released a free demo, a playable demo of it, uh, and you can play it for it's a, it takes about an hour or so to play the, the demo through. And it's it's fantastic. Like it, I am so excited about this thing. I pre-ordered it. I'm all good to go. <laughs> You're all set. But, but but I needed I needed my Final Fantasy fix before that happened. So uh, um, PlayStation, the PlayStation Store, now offers Final Fantasy seven and Final Fantasy eight, which is also a favorite of mine, for like fourteen dollars, like nothing. So I downloaded both of them. So now I'm playing the original uh, Final Fantasy seven. Like unaltered version on my PS4, and it's bringing back so many memories. And it's just, that's I'm amazing. About, I'm about seven hours into it, and it's just, <laughs> it's just so great. I just, I'm, I'm like, I'm 22 years old again, and it's just fantastic. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that's 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 how I'm. I'm I've decided to spend a lot of my time, <laughs> or at least the first seven hours, anyway. Yeah, Nelson and I, my son Nelson and I went back and we started playing um, the not the the latest WWE game because there was a lot of glitches in it and stuff, so I didn't buy it. But the right. one before the nineteen two K nineteen, and we yeah. discovered uh, the elimination chamber match, which is like hilarious, where you're locked in cages and and then you're released every like two minutes. And then, uh, we've been having so much fun with that. Like we've been, and we've just been making characters, and it's just been a lot of fun. Like I love. Sometimes it's just fun to play some games. I just can't. A lot of the uh, POV games I can't play because I get too sick. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah, I don't. I just, I just get really like sick watching them play them. So like the motion, uh, the motion sickness. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. I just get motion sickness, but yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Well, as long as there's something out there you can play. Yeah, that's you, right. Yeah, and you're good to go. <laughs> So awesome. my next uh, one is um, a show. Is it a show? Let me just take a look. Yes, it is a show. Um, the, it's a show that's on right now. It just started again, and it's a third season. It's Westworld. Oh, okay. No, don't tell me too much because I'm. And I tell you, I'm... all I'm gonna say is that it's. I'm really enjoying it, but yep. I have no clue what's going on. So okay. that's all I'm gonna say. It's very confusing. Um, it's one of those things. Like, it, it, uh, did you see the second season? I'm halfway through the second season. 
So there's just a lot of things like timeline issues and things that are like going on that you're not sure what's reality, what's not reality, who's what, what's that. Like it's like there's yeah. a lot of that kind of going on. So yeah. th there's a lot of uh, like things in the background and I just it's a it's a bit confusing. I'll put it that and, way, but I'm sure it'll come together as the episodes go on. So is it is this the final season? I can't remember if they. I, I don't know if it is or not. I don't know if they. I don't know if they've ever said this is the final season. Okay, so then it probably isn't because yeah. if they would have announced that this is the final season, okay, so it's gonna. Yeah, I'm. I'm. That's that's on my list too. I really want to get through uh, season two so I can start season three because I I really like that show, but I. It's one of those ones I haven't caught up to yet. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in season two. I think we might have mentioned this in another podcast. There's a lot of stuff in season two I liked. But there's a lot of stuff that left me sort of hanging in season two, which I didn't really like. So yeah. uh, season two was a bit of a mess for me. But this season so far is like just the style of it. It reminds me a little bit of like Blade Runner, like the oh. style, that style. Like that's what okay. this is. sort, And the music is sort of like that in the season. It's kind of cool. Cool. So. Oh, I'm OK. Then I've now uh, you now like prompted me to finish season two, like right now. As soon as we finish the podcast, I'm going to barrel through the last like five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and then jump into this one. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, my last, uh, my last on my list uh, of my uh, COVID pop five things to do while you're waiting is um, I am currently still thinking about watching the dark crystal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like how you're like, I'm thinking about it. I'm not, yeah. I haven't committed. <laughs> But I am still, it's in my back of my head that I need to finish this. That's right. I've got a lot of time now to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'll pull the trigger at some point. <laughs> Even in self-isolation, you cannot bring yourself to watch The Dark Crystal. <laughs> I, and I actually tried. <laughs> I was like, I was flipping through Netflix. I'm like, oh, there it is. Oh, what's this thing beside it? I'm going to go over there. <laughs> I don't know what it is about this show. <laughs> I need to get through it. <laughs> well, it's just one of those things from your childhood. Like, the, like I watched that movie so many times, and yeah. then, and then you're like, you praised, of course, Dark Crystal, like the series yeah. before it had really come out. And then yeah. I watched it. And I'm like, I don't know, Lawrence, but I'll keep going at it. And then, it, yeah. then when I finished it, I said, well, What did you think of this? And you're like, oh, I haven't even finished it. <laughs> I, like, I gave up. I'm like, What? <laughs> I'm still on episode four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eventually I'll get there. Someday. If, if there was ever a time that I was going to be able to do this, it's now. So I better do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you can say that you've seen it. That's right. That's all I need to say. <laughs> and then we can put this one to rest. Yeah, then it'll be done. Dark Crystal yep. will be finished. Yep. <laughs> all right. My last my last show that I'm watching uh, currently is, uh, it's a little weird. It's okay. called uh, Dispatches from Elsewhere. Oh, how's that? So it is really cool. I, I oh. like. I don't know. It's it's hard to describe. It's one of the, another again another show where I'm not sure where it's going. Okay. It, it's a little confusing in that way. Um, the uh, it's got like lots of like Jason uh, Segal uh, or Siegel, Jason Siegel. Um, he uh, pr he produced it and put it together. Sally Fields in it. Uh, Richard E. Grant's in it. Um, yeah. And it's uh, it's just a cool. It's like so. It's based on a documentary called The Institute. Where this like artist or a group of artists put together this elaborate. I haven't seen this documentary yet, um, but I had to buy it off Amazon because now I got to watch it. Um, <laughs> put together this like massive. It's almost like an escape room, like sort of, but outside. Like it's kind of like where there's all these clues, like almost like a scavenger hunt slash like, escape room. Okay. So there's clues and you got to follow these clues and they're really cryptic and the whole the whole show has a sort of a steampunk feel to it. Like wow. the, the things they're finding in that are very steampunkish. 
but okay. it's just this group of ordinary people that get brought together with like there's tons of other people to play this game but they're all in groups of four so this group of four is what they're really focusing on and so they're they're out trying to trying to figure this out and unlock these secrets that that this is going on but it's it's very meta and very like there's a lot of like subtext in it too as well so it's uh oh. it's it's it it takes a bit to watch like but the the first episode really hooks you in and then it really starts to um uh like focusing on all the different characters right so yeah very cool it's like i i saw it, it was like on and, and i like jason siegel so i'm like you know what i'm gonna check this out and it was like it pleasantly surprised by it for sure i just don't know where it's going again like it's one of those ones it's like i'm not sure where this is how this is gonna go or where it's gonna end up yeah and now where is it like which what channel is showing this it's on amc oh okay so, so it's, it's, it's it's monday nights after uh, better call saul so I wonder if it's on. So it's on demand. It'll be on demand. Like okay. I think there's only like eight episodes or something. It's not that. It's not an overly long series. Oh, okay. So is, um, it, is it finished? It's no, finished. I, I think it's on episode four or five right now. Okay, so I could I could catch up. Yeah, is what you're saying. Okay, so that, that gives me another thing to to avoid Dark Crystal with. <laughs> Dark Crystal <laughs> keeps moving down the list. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just remember seeing the trailers for it and thinking this looks like like something totally unique. This looks so cool. Yeah, to me. And, and I didn't realize it was like like the basic idea is based off this this documentary. Yeah, and it's and then like the documentary looks interesting too. It's just all these people like that got like they have all these like you know those like um, when they put things on a on a like a light switch and it's like call this number for this like uh, okay. So there'd be these weird like experiments and stuff with these numbers like the, it's like so people would just take them if they so they're they're really getting these like people that are a little out there to play this so and they got hooked on it like i haven't watched the what the actual like documentary is about but this is in san francisco and this went on forever like awesome like it looks cool like so i don't know what's gonna happen in the show version but yeah. but it looks really good okay i'm hooked you've hooked me all right i'll try that's all i can do <laughs> <laughs> so i think that's it i think that's our pop our pop five for this this week, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Let's go to the uh, pop capacitor. Oh, hey, we'll go from one pop to another pop. There we go. All right. Let's walk over here. I forgot. We're really far away, though. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm walking from a quite a distance. We're both in separate cars, too. Our cars are at least six feet apart. Exactly, exactly. and I'm running like six feet behind you. Yes, so we're, we're always yeah, we're always uh, away from each other. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we decided this week. I don't know what prompted this. I don't know why we got talking about this, but uh, often we'll 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 talk about different subject matter that has maybe has to do with something that's going on in the world or whatever. But somehow we got into talking about Saturday morning cartoons, and then <laughs> somehow we got talking about um, the uh, Schoolhouse Rock. Yes. Because we thought, you know, Saturday morning cartoons, that'd be a fun thing to talk about. But hey, remember all those cartoons that happened in between the cartoons? <laughs> those are what we want to talk about. Those are even better than the cartoons. <laughs> so if you don't remember what Schoolhouse Rock is, let's take a quick listen. It's Schoolhouse Rocky, the chip on the block of your favorite Schoolhouse, Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. And three times one. What is it? Three! Yeah, that's a magic number. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Hooking up words and phrases and clauses. Conjunction, junction, how's that function? 
listen to those all day long <laughs> I, I love schoolhouse rock like with a passion <laughs> it's so fun to go back so tell us like what schoolhouse rock is like if people don't really or don't really know what that is okay so they they came out uh they were like three minute uh cartoon segments that were all education based that came out starting in 1973 um, and, uh, they came out on ABC. There was, a, it was an ABC exclusive. Um, and they, yeah, they, the first one came out in like January of 1973 and they started with, um, multiplication. They had multiplication ones. They had, uh, schoolhouse rocks that dealt with grammar and then they had science and then they had, um, sorry, uh, season three was America. So that, those are all of the, uh, the like American uh, history. Yeah. American history ones. Then season four. They, sorry, there were seven seasons of this. By the way, they went on technically uh, until two thousand and nine. Yeah, you know it's the, it's weird because I like I, I mean like there, there was like a long time between the two thousand nine ones or whatever. Like there was like yeah. a, a big gap, but the um, it was weird when I looked at it because I didn't realize they had done them in seasons. Like yeah, I, no, I, I didn't either. I thought they were just like randomly on, right? Because that's all you yeah. remember as a kid. Like they were just on in between cartoons and things, like these interstitial yeah. sort of like PSAs, basically on something on educational things. But uh, that's right. But but the interesting thing is the seasons were super short. <laughs> so like the season one was all multiplication. It was all multiplication. There were eleven episodes. Um, it started on January sixth, and the season ended on March thirty first. <laughs> so it was three months long. So it was, they were short, they were like uh, survivor seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So they were short seasons, and then season two started up in September and went till December of the same year. Yeah, it's it's so it's just like so these things were on like um, obviously between cartoons when we were kids, but they're so catchy like these songs that taught you about whatever it was like some of those own like interjections or nouns or whatever it was that. Yep. They, they stick in your head and the cartoons like I re, I went I went through a bit of a rabbit hole wa- rewatching a lot of these and I'm like I like, w- if I didn't really know the song that well I definitely remember the cartoon portion of it yeah or I remember both or the cartoon or the song better than the cartoon portion like it just depended what it was and and they were so well done like there were the songs were so catchy that I distinctly remember being at school like in grade three and four uh, and doing the uh, counting by five, learning to count by fives. Yeah. And doing the, the, so the counting by five episode is called Ready or Not, Here I Come, and it's about a hide-and-seek game. So the guy who's who's it uh, has to count uh, so everybody else can run and hide, and he counts by fives. And he counts them like this, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. That's how I still count in fives. <laughs> and, that's how I, and that's how I did it in my head. I would do it exactly the way they did it on Schoolhouse Rock. And I learned to count by fives in, like, no time at all. <laughs> like, they were so effective. 
Yeah, and it's funny how much of that stuff, like, I still remember, like, of course, one of the most famous ones is um, I'm Just a Bill, like, which yep. was played in that package. And that one's been, like, spoofed by Family Guy. It's been spoofed by, like, uh, like on the late night shows. Like, it's just one of those classics. Like, the song was so strong. And that was the thing with these. Like, the music was strong on all of them. And sometimes they'd start with music, and then they have someone talk for a bit to explain something. Then they go back to music again. But yep. they're, they're just, like, the songs. Uh, Bob, is it Doro? Yeah. I, so I watched a bit on him, and uh, he he kind of was it was um, brought the song to them after they, they'd asked him to write something for this, and he had done other stuff before that. And then he uh, he was like a jazz pianist, I think. And then yeah. he um, so he wrote this, and then they just started taking off. And I I have to get credit to this other girl, Lynn Aaron's, I think is how you pronounce her last name. She wrote a ton of them as well, like and, yeah. and a lot of the, the more famous ones as well. So like interjections, interjections, that's the one she wrote. And, yeah. uh, but they're like, they'd be so much fun writing those things. Oh, it would be it, like, just, it was totally new. Like nobody had ever done anything like this before. So this was all sort of like experimental. Like we're teaching kids with cartoons <laughs> in three minutes. Yeah. And, like, what can you do? Like, but like they, they were like the masters of, of the, the hook, like the musical hook, because every one of them had like became an earworm <laughs> yeah it was you know what i mean like conjunction junction if you start singing conjunction junction that's gonna be stuck in your head all day yeah <laughs> i'm even looking through some of these ones too like lolly 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 get your adverbs here yep. like all these like they're so hilarious there's some i i did not i've never heard like i, I kind of vaguely remembered but not a hundred percent like the tale of mr morton that one yep. i was i was like i watched it and it was around the same time all these other ones were on i don't know if it just wasn't played as much I don't I, think it was. I think no, no. That one actually came out in 1993. It's an old, it's a newer one. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why I'd never seen it. I'm like, I just yeah. didn't look familiar to me. Yeah. No, there was the in that season. That was the technique. So the, they're breaking. It's interesting because they break the seasons down by subject matter. Yeah. So so grammar rock is technically season two, and season two lasted from 1973 till 1993. Oh, I see that. Yeah. So there was one in '76, and then the next one was '93. Yeah. That would be so, the, where the category is. Gotcha. Yeah. So that one. Yeah. So they just broke. So they're breaking them down. So they're not technically like when they actually aired the way normal seasons do. Yeah. They're they're more just about like a category. So yeah. So that tale of Mr. Morton, I I remember I remember it. I but not from when I was young. Obviously, I was like twenty-two years old or something like that at that point. But uh, but yeah, that's why. But it's still part of season two. All right, let's go through these. Um, not episode by episode, but let's go through each each section, and you tell me what your favorite of those sections are. So multiplication. Okay, so the very first episode that came out ever was called Three is a Magic Number. Yeah, and that is one of my one of my all-time favorites because um, I'm an only child. So I, it was just my parents and me. So there was th only three of us. And so I re I distinctly remember like thinking that that was really cool because three there's three people in my family and three is a magic number. And then um, I don't know if you remember this or not, but in the mid 90s, uh, do you remember the alt uh, rock band uh, Blind Melon? Yep. They did a cover of this song. Uh, three is a magic number. Oh and yeah, Shannon Hoon, who is the lead singer, yep. had had like such a distinctive voice, and they like nailed this cover. So then, all of a sudden, <laughs> mid '90s, this became like one of my favorite songs again because it was a band that I love, 
and they were singing this song that I remember from when I was a kid. So that that was that, was was that like, on the Schoolhouse Rock Rocks album. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I yeah. remember that album. Yeah. That's well, hilarious. Yeah, my, that would be my favorite of those ones too. That was this one that really stuck out for me. Yep. Of, yep. The, of that grouping. What about Grammar Rock? Uh, moving down to Grammar Rock. Oh, um, um, well, it's, there are a couple on here. Interjections, I love. I just think it's so fun. I think that's my favorite of those ones. They're all there's a few, there's two or three that are really good on this one, but that one's one of my favorites. That one and the other one, I, I've got a bit of a tie on this one. So interjections and Rufus Xavier Sarsaparilla. Oh, that's a great one too. I forgot you about that, that one? one. Yeah, I loved that one. Just the song is so good, and the, the fact that they came up with a character's name, Rufus Xavier Sarsaparilla, is just so fun. And then. And then his sister's name was Raffaella Gabriella Sarsaparilla. Oh, that's right. Holy cow. You remember? Yeah. And the, and the guy who's narrating it, who narrates this story, his name is Albert Andreas Armadillo. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so fun. They're so fun to say. It's, fun, all, it's funny how some of these, like, like I was saying before, you didn't see as many. Like as much as some of them, like some of them seem like it seemed like Conjunction Junction was on all the time. Yes, all the time. I don't know whether like the, whoever aired them was like that's I, they happen to like that one, so they just kept playing that one as like a as one to stick in. Like because we both worked in TV, and sometimes you had to stick in things for time. Yeah. So they might have just kept grabbing that one because it was a fun one. Like I don't know. It's quite possible because you're right. Like that was that was always on. <laughs> yeah, that one was on. Well, more than I like a packer adjective too. That one was pretty yeah. good one. That the the grammar rocks are real. That's a solid season. Yeah, that was a good season. <laughs> okay, what about America Rock? I loved America Rock. Actually, there's a lot of good ones on here. I learned more about America through this than I did probably anywhere else. A hundred percent. Like I knew about like the the No More Kings. Like I knew about the the um, American Revolutionary War because of because of No More Kings. <laughs> yeah, in the shot heard around the world. And... Yeah. The revolution, like, uh, and the, I, I could, I could actually, uh, for a while, I don't know if I could still do it, but I used to be able to recite the preamble of the American Constitution, based on, <laughs> based on the the uh, schoolhouse rock uh, <laughs> thing called the preamble, and it, and the, the lyrics of that one were literally the the Constitution. They put the the words of the Constitution to to music. So <laughs> I used to be able to to recite the constitution by memory oh yeah there's some great ones on here that, but I, to me i'm just a bill still like that's the classic of those ones yeah just oh, even yeah. in the cartooning it was very simplistic like it, yeah. there's a lot of white going on and the bill looked funny like it was just, it was just like, the, the whole thing as a whole was great yeah i'm going to uh when we're finished here i'm going to post a photo on uh the loop and larry socials uh that that uh, supports your love of I'm just a bill. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so I, I will I will try to remember to I will do that as soon as we're finished. <laughs> we should we should put a couple of these up there too, like a couple of the uh, on you, yeah. the YouTube links on some of them as well. Yeah. Um, um, Science Rock. Oh, Science Rock. Okay, so this is season. Um, this is what season was this? Four. Yeah, this is season four. So these ones ran from 1978 to 79. Um, well, I think the one that everybody knows most is Interplanet Janet. Yeah, that's my favorite of those ones. Yeah, I, I really liked I really liked that one, um, just because she's pretty cool. And I never really knew what she was, because she's a girl. Well, she's a she's galaxy also, girl. She's also a rocket ship. Well, she's a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of a crazy-looking thing. But uh, yeah, Interplanet Janet's really, really a good one. And then the other one that I really liked is Telegraph Line. Do you remember Telegraph Line? Oh, yeah, I remember that one, yes. With the talking about the nervous system, like the human nervous system, yep. about how message, like when you burn your finger, it 
like how the message, the signals get sent to your brain to tell your brain that you've burnt your finger, so you need to move your hand away from the yep. fire. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I liked that one a lot. I thought that one was really, really kind of cool. Uh, what about um, money, money rock? A mo- what? Which one? Money. I don't oh, know money. any of these. Oh. These are these are beyond my time. Yeah, this is season six. So this was ninety four to ninety six. I don't know if I even know any of these ones. No, Is they're they're like very like they're much more recent. Walking on Wall Street is one. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, this seven dollars and fifty cents once a week. I wonder if <laughs> I'm not sure when. I think Disney bought all these at some oh, point. Did they? I think they own them all. Like, I, he could be right. I'm not sure when, but I'm pretty sure they uh, they bought them at some point. Yeah, yeah, you could be right. Um, we skipped a season. That was Money Rocket season six. Computer Rock was season five, and that those ones went from nineteen eighty two to eighty four. Oh yeah. And I think and there's only four episodes in there. I think that was when I was just out of it because I don't remember any of these ones either. Yeah, I think they tried to make a comeback with them, and they just like um, by that time we I, Saturday morning cartoons we weren't really watching them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I think well, that's the only reason we remember them, right? Because they were like they're embedded into like all the cartoons we used to watch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think it was it was after season three or season four with Science Rock from seventy eight to seventy nine. Those are the ones that I remember. And then after that, I don't. And then season seven, the last season was two thousand and nine. Yeah. Um, and they, these ones were released direct to video, so we wouldn't we wouldn't know these ones because yeah. Well, it's, for a it's lot cool, of it. though, that that whole concept is like stood the test of time, right? Because like yeah. we were saying, they made that album, um, yep. and a bunch of like rock bands redid the songs like from from the from that era, and then plus two, they they made a comeback at one point. Like it's just so cool that, that it was such a phenomenon that people did. It was almost a quiet one, though. Like yeah. people, did, and it's, it was like years later when people realized how much they loved all these these songs. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and it's still to this day, like 1973. I mean, we're you know we're approaching you know, 50 years almost <laughs> Yeah, of these things. And they're still like, they're, they're not going anywhere. Like there are people still love them because they were so catchy. I mean, it's like, it's like any song really. Like, I mean, people still listen to music from the seventies and love bands from the seventies. These are songs that were so catchy that you can't not listen to them. And now like we've grown up and we're playing them for our kids. So like my, I remember my, cause I bought them on, DVD when they came out because of course I had to have them. Yes, of course. Um, and I remember him taking the DVD set to school. Yeah. And they they played them in class. So like a new generation is is playing them. They're unfortunately not getting them the way we did. Like in between cartoons, they're getting them off of a DVD or yeah. off of YouTube or something. And they're also not but, watching uh, them like over and over again like we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and and part of the fun I think for us was you never knew which one you were going to see. Yeah. So, you know, you'd be watching the cartoons and then you kind of got excited about the commercial breaks because something was going to appear and you'd be like, oh, it's like three is the magic number. Cool. That's my favorite. <laughs> you know, and you, you never knew. And, you, and you'd only have like one day of the week to see them. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's just like they only really played on the Saturdays. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So it was, I think that was part of the fun of it is that like it was just fun to be like, oh, that's oh, that's my favorite. And you, you just you didn't get a choice. You got what you got. The uh, I did I just saw that Disney does own them. So who knows? They could oh. show up on Disney Plus at some point. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, like so that would be kind of cool if you could watch them on there. So the uh, but yeah, of course Disney owns everything. So why wouldn't they own them? <laughs> <laughs> but at least they're being preserved somewhere, right? So yeah, 
the uh, but which is really cool. So, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, what's your? I still think they stand the test of time. I look back at them and I was like, yeah, these songs are still catchy. Oh, hundred percent. They will. I I think that they will outlive all of us. <laughs> these things will be around for eternity. Yeah, I think at so least, too. At least I hope. At least I hope so. Anyway, it'd be great if they could play like or make make even like newer ones or Canadian versions and play them on Treehouse or something, right? Like it'd be because yeah. that'd be the perfect like like filler in between like shows and stuff. So yeah, and that's actually an interesting point. Like I don't think they ever spun off. Like I don't. You know how some cartoons do like the, a Canadian version or a European version or whatever. I don't think. I could be wrong, but I don't think that Schoolhouse Rock ever went beyond the United States. Like, no, like nobody, no other country ever made any. I don't think. I, I mean, I, I'll look it up, but I don't. I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't think it ever. Like, there was never like a Canadian, no. like a like version for Parliament or anything. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. But there should be. There should <laughs> every, be. <laughs> every country in the world should have their own Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> I'm just NDP. That song never took yeah. off. <laughs> no, like, it didn't really. Like, like, we, like we wanted it to, but <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. So that's uh, the end of the show. We're gonna we'll we'll end it right there. Yep. And then uh, you're still at home. You're safe. Everybody's good. I'm still at home. Uh, and and trust me, I, I I'm fully dressed and shower. Even though I'm <laughs> not. Out you got to shower every day because otherwise one day just rolls into the next. Well, it's true. <laughs> I even I even shaved today. Wow. Uh-huh. In honor yep. of the podcast. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing that. Back. Oh, there's one thing I just want to tag on to the end here before we go. Um, it's that with everything being moved and shifted, uh, one of the events that we were supposed to be a part of and we were supposed to be guests, which we were honored to be guests at, was the Deep River Geek Fest, and it has now been canceled for this year. So we uh, – and hopefully we'll be part of it next year. That's Yeah, that's – we're – as of right now, we're committed to being there next year, and, uh, and we just want to give a shout-out to Jay Crawford, who was the uh, one of the organizers of this event and has put a ton of work into it and it's 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 a shame when these things have to be have to be canceled or moved because uh, so much work goes into it and and everybody gets so excited and we were definitely excited to to be a part of it but uh but we know that all the planning that they did this year will just shift over one more year and it'll be bigger and better and and our yeah. plan is to be there yeah, it's unfortunate because it's like for these the smaller cons, there, a lot of work is put into it and a lot of love put into it. So I just I want to give them a shout out and just say, Jay, you're you've done a great job, and it's it's no fault of anyone's, right? This is just the yep. way the world is right now. So let's be better, be safe than sorry, and we'll be we'll definitely be back there next year if we're invited. Hundred percent. So that's the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll do this again. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> stay safe, stay home, and listen to our listen to the podcast live from Larry's home. Yeah. <laughs> it's Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek. We'll see you next time. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Works on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain. My captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.